0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time.
1: Injury time, injury time.
0: Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Lookout follows it. Almunia saves again. And now, Watford on the counter attack?
1: Forestieri. I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. DD. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondinius. and welcome to a rather slimmed down version of do not scratch your eyes for now. Oh,
0: I've never been described as that before.
1: Well you know we have to start somewhere. Uh, at the moment it's just me and Peter. Uh, we will be joined by the Butter Pie podcast to talk about Preston and their visit on Saturday. Carlos he's doing something else isn't he? He's uh, he's
0: talking to famous people. He's talking to- he's, he's- we're, we're not good enough for him anymore.
1: No he's off talking to Ben Shepard and Chris Kamara and I think Troy Deeney on a podcast, so he may well Let's join talk- us later on and tell us all about talking,
0: that. Talking, talking about why we didn't win the championship and why it's all Carl's fault. Yeah, and I think we'll see what comes of that. There are lots and lots of things to talk about because obviously this Saturday we play Preston, and there are lots and lots of things to to see and do. Um, if you come down to the game, do come down to the uh, do come down to the bunker. If it's open, because, oh. you know, you can never say it definitely is. Check
1: local because... listings, I would say, before that. Uh, uh, we normally try to put out, actually, to be fair, on our socials if it is open, just so yeah. you don't go down there and go, oh, shut So, yeah, we do. We do. Yeah,
0: because and and you will know that there are a lot there. You may have seen we'll get on to talking about this in a moment that there are things and and people down the bunker. You know, we've given away badges. We're giving away beer mats. We're giving away stickers. We're going to be giving away our GT tracksuit and shirt tribute badge that's coming out. There's a whole new badge coming. Even
1: I haven't seen these yet. These I are know. literally brand new. Oh, my these God.
0: Are, these are so subtle. It, you'll be looking at them and people will be going there. Even that's not enough because what we're also going to be adding in...
1: I haven't even got one of these yet, by the way. So, okay. We're even yeah.
0: going to be adding in, do not scratch your eyes, Graham Taylor, bookmarks.
1: How do we keep doing these things, Peter? This is fantastic. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Perhaps the patrons are letting me go mad. It's all down to them. It let's could blame, be. Let's it could Greg. be Greg. We normally do. Yeah. Right. There's loads of things as well as all obviously the beer mats the other badges the uh the stickers etc so do get down to the bunker early and come and uh come and fill your boots with uh with little bits and bobs because because uh, we like to to give those out especially obviously for the kids if they want some badges and stuff so you'll be able to have be able to subtly pay tribute to the wonderful gt and that wonderful tracksuit design there you go there yeah. you go You will have seen, we are sure, some details around some wonderful charity T-shirts that are now up, and there's a bit of a story behind this. And uh, whilst the other guys we're waiting for them, it's it's worth kind of having a little bit of chat about it. Back before before Christmas, when we launched the the Patreon site, and all of this, or oh, so much of this, is down to contributions that that they're helping make and hopefully just grow the pod, make it just a bit more fun. Hopefully, give you guys a little bit back. We decided we wanted to do some some T-shirts. Anybody who's seen the website at www dot do not scratch your eyes dot com and gone to the either the icon gallery or the Watford squad will have seen a number of images and digital uh, well let's call it digital art not quite but you know you know what I mean of players that that we put up there again just as a bit of fun and the intention kind of became. I mean it was on the spaces somebody said about you know look anything that you can do with this so what we have done is basically design a a host of different t-shirts but basically kind of you know providing a number of different players in sort of action poses and some with slogans and some with obviously just their name the reason we're doing this is because all of the profits are going to be going to two fantastic charities peace hospice which will know up at the top of the town who provide you know kind of respite care for for people you know literally in their in their last days and Kit Aid, um, which was kind of launched by Derek Williams, who is a uh, you know, <laughs> died in the wall. We saw him the other day at the at the game. Watford supporter GT was a patron of it. We've done a special with Derek, lovely guy, doing amazing things, recycling football kits and football equipment to areas of the world where it makes a real, real difference. So, uh, so two charities that are going to help there. We had a little meeting with the club and said, look, we would like permission to use these images, use this kind of kit work and uh, and and the player images. You know, what do you think? And they said, well, yeah. Okay, you know, do you want do you want us to come on board with it? Would you like to have these shirts available from the Hornet shop? Well, after I picked both chins off the floor. <laughs> Yeah, that it was, was a,
1: an unexpected little bonus, wasn't it? That that was um, yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. We we kind of redid the designs in the current kit because obviously the club needs to sell the the the, the uh, anything with it with its with the current kit supplier etc. Current designs etc. But there will be some more legend stuff coming via our our, our website in the fullness of time. But the first uh, the first six t shirts that are available, and as I say, they're available in men's, in women's design, and all bar the Esprit Tequila one are available in kid sizes as well you probably don't want your kid walking around with a bottle of Tequila on his chest that's that's fair enough
1: but the images do you credit mate because obviously what people probably don't know is that you've designed these t-shirts I think they're all absolutely fantastic so good job on that well done and if you want to buy them you can at the moment you can go to the club shop online and buy them on there can't you
0: yeah absolutely we will put a link into both the audio podcast and into the description in the YouTube video which allows you to go in and basically kind of select what they are more stuff to cover as ever because hey everybody thought we'd finished at badges but no we're going into bookmarks you know <laughs> bookmarks. because people are buying digital audiobooks so we're going to give you a bookmark but yeah. magazines copies of YBR copies of golden pages all need where is it graham taylor bookmarks they
1: do they do all your so you all your GT have- autobiography which you probably got for christmas four or five years ago there you go fantastic stuff. Absolute so you, so you mentioned there the patrons of course. We do have a Patreon which uh, has been going now for probably two months I should think, maybe a little bit longer than that. There's, there's quite a few people that have come on board so thank you to all of the patrons. There's several levels of, of patronage if you like. It's I think it's a fairly good little little bargain because what you're doing is you're helping to support Grow the, the podcast for example. The reason that we're doing these videos now is because we've bought StreamYard which has been because of the patrons and their contributions to us. We've been able to expand into, uh, into StreamYard yard and uh, we have a telegram group uh, you can all have a little chat with each other in there doesn't always stick to football uh, in the past we've had discussions on oh god knows thrash metal um uh, cuisine <laughs> yes cuisine comes <laughs> up quite a lot for some reason curry,
0: curry has come up a number of times Cur-
1: curry's come up yeah oh all sorts of things baked beans and uh, hang on you've been buying lavalier mics as well oh my god lavalier
0: mics will be will be used so that we can actually get to speak to people um, in the open air without it being all completely you know, sorted everywhere. This is a surprise
1: to me, Peter. These are all new things that you're even surprising me with this evening. Let's face it, you know. We're
2: <laughs> hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards, registration required, points only on menu items, delivery free in term supply, cmcdonalds.com. And
0: when Carl is doing stuff, you know, he needs one of them as well. So, um, amazing. There, there we go. It's
1: patreon.com forward slash do not scratch your eyes, is Do it? not
0: scratch your eyes. But you again, what we will do is we will put it in the description for everybody. Um, if you want to come on board, do if you don't, don't worry about it. But if you're listening to the podcast, you're helping the podcast anyway. So, thank you so much for, for listening, or indeed, with this. Load of old nonsense watching.
2: Hi, I'm Stephen Gerrard, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. We are song
0: songs Carl. <laughs> we and are. we are sans, we are sans Preston. We're going to have to end up talking about things that are Preston related. No. Let's face it, you know how badly
1: that goes. Should we do the Preston 1, 2, 3?
0: I think we should do the Preston 1, let's 2, 3. Let's do the Preston then we 1, can also, 2, 3. We can at least ask about home form and other things. Because yeah, yeah. we're going to do a Preston 1, 2, 3 in a different kind of way anyway. So
1: that's... More fun. surprises.
0: Preston, one, two, three. Here we go. Can you name all of the players there, Justin? This is embarrassing.
1: I can name one of them, and it's not the one in the middle. I'm assuming that the guy on the left is Clark Carlisle. Am I right in saying that?
0: On the left is Clark Carlisle, indeed. On the right is Joe Garner.
1: Oh, God, Joe Garner, Joe Garner,
0: who came to Watford, and I think it's fair to say, failed to fire. Yeah. Under you know, under under Sean Dyche, There was a I remember a game against uh Forrest. A, a very hard working lad tried his best, it just, just didn't work. There's something
1: about uh, the surname then... Garner for Watford that just doesn't seem to James Garner was another one, wasn't he? This is this sort of a this is yeah,
0: this yeah. is true. But you don't recognise the man in the middle.
1: This 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 kit was a period of time when I was not going so much because I was uh, looking after my kids primarily at weekends. So no I can't is the answer. Well,
0: I'll say this. Three and three-quarter million pounds worth of striker. Is it Nathan? Signed from West Bromwich Albion. Formerly successful at didn't Wigan. That, that was Nathan Ellington.
1: I don't would remember you him wearing that
0: kit. Would you what?
1: believe? I would not believe. No, I didn't know he played for Preston either.
0: So well, there we go. So in order of one, two, three. Oh, well, it's probably going to be fairly easy.
1: It's going to be a piece of the proverbial, Peter. We're gonna, we're gonna. Okay, to, well, so
0: who's going? Who's going? And 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 if well, Chad is watching from the US, who decides to change orders randomly? Yeah, no, Along no. along with complaining about Deadpool, oh, no. really, <laughs> I was really tempted to put yeah. Deadpool in there a couple of times. Um, Number three is your bronze, your bronze medalist. So it's your last, it's your bottom. Number one is your top. He just reversed it and said, "Oh, I I knew who Tony Curry was all along." <laughs> No,
1: yeah yeah yeah. Well, the top pick third. The trouble is that Nathan Ellington's is a bit of a poison chalice in all of this because Joe Garner should really go third. <laughs> Nathan Ellington cost a lot of money and was a massive flop. He, uh, did, he did, and he was. But the fact that I couldn't name Joe Garner, I know I struggled with Nathan, I, I think I'm going to put Joe <laughs> Garner third because he left absolutely no impression whatsoever, whereas at least Nathan left an impression. And and, and Clark, <laughs> what? And Clark Top because um, he was a legend and, in the uh, And
0: everybody, your complaints can go to at Junction seventy four. <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah. No. I think. Uh, no. 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 No.
0: No. You've done it now. You've done it now. You've I can't. Done it now. I can't um, honestly
1: put Joe Garner above Nathan Ellington in terms of Watford legendary status.
0: That's fine. So you're going Joe Garner, yeah. and then you're putting Nathan Ellington <laughs> silver medalist. Yeah. <laughs> I am. And at the t- and at the top, you are going with
1: Mr. Carlisle.
0: Mr. Clark Carlisle, the man who went on loan to Luton directly from Watford, and another interesting. <gasps> yeah, but choice. Peter,
1: he was part of the promotion-winning team of two thousand and five. Two thousand and six. He was a stalwart for us. He was a great player. He's had his battles later on in life. So yeah, I'm going to have to go with that order. And and um, please don't direct any direct abuse at me. Uh, please put it courtesy of the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. And um, Peter sees that as well, so he can deal with it. Thank you very much.
0: I'll let you into a little secret. Um, I agree with you completely. Clark Carlisle, fine player, player who's had no end of troubles. And he's also been like, you know, the head of the PFA from the player's point of view. He's done a number of good things. He's a, he's clearly a, a very bright chap who's, who's struggled uh, emotionally with things. But to be honest with you, the list of players who have played for both was ridiculously disappointing. Ridiculously. Until I went back a little bit further and found John Goodall.
1: Oh, good grief. For, well, that's a you dandy say man. He, Did he turn up for you, training on a penny farthing, Peter?
0: Well, he might have done. <laughs> he seriously might have done, right? I mean, there, this is this is a story, guys. Sit comfortably, bed yourselves in. Well, now you know it's us. We'll flimflam around it, you know, whatever. So, John Goodall... Played for both teams. I have to give absolute proper credit and proper praise out here. A lot of the following has been pulled out from Watford Gold and also from the Watford Football Club archive. Matt Rosen and Ian Grant having put together in terms of the statistics. So there's a lot of that here. But oh, we've got somebody from Preston. Oh, Ollie's here. Ollie's here. Let's add Ollie. <laughs> i us enjoying add that. We're <laughs> gonna add Ollie. Oh,
2: Ollie's. Ollie's. Are you in a nightclub, Ollie? No, What's going on? I'm in a nightclub. I'm waiting for my uh, PC to lo- <laughs> load because it gives me. Good lighting. It's like what, my this is fantastic. Real, really, B Tech setup. So I'm just waiting for it to load onto my face. It looks like you've got
1: blue light on. This is fantastic. It's brilliant it's black light. It's like I, t- I, t-
2: I tell you what. I wonder UV. if I can change it to red. What this is? is
1: Where you getting this, this, is this? the
0: level of our podcast, Ollie.
2: You know.
1: <laughs> this is, this <laughs> Where is are the you getting these lights like? from? I want some. I, I, I
2: can't. I can't find
0: the You may be asking, why are we talking about somebody from an awful long time ago? Well, let's have a look at some dates. John Goodall, the famous league player. That's. The the kind of thing they actually <laughs> said in newspapers. Go figure. 1885 to 1889 at Preston North End. He scored 66 goals 56 appearances. For 10 years he disappears off to Derby and gets more caps and more goals than either of us, which probably will beg the question, Pete, why are we talking about a Derby player? But that will come to that. And then he came to Watford in 1903 to 1907. A long, long time ago. 1888 to 89 will mean something to you guys, won't it, Ollie?
2: Yes, uh, the original Invincible season.
0: The original invincible so it was the first ever football league campaign I mean, you know, the very, very first by according to according to records, what they actually say, they started playing the league and they they're kind of, you know, a few games in and somebody's gone. Well, how do we work out how we win? Who wins? And then then they started putting it together in terms of the two points for a win, one for a draw, none for a loss. They hadn't thought about it. They just go, Oh, fuck it. We'll start it and see how it goes. Brilliant. Only the football league could start that way and carry on. It wasn't just the fact that you won that particular campaign again, as you the original Invincibles, but you also won the FA Cup. You know, did. And without conceding a single goal in the FA Cup. And that makes you the first winners of the double. And let's face it, you hadn't had much chance to win it before. There hadn't been a league. So that was pretty impressive.
2: I found it quite remarkable from where you go look at the uh, score lines of the games back in 1888. they're so high scoring. And the, for the fact that we've not conceded a single goal in the FA Cup, quite remarkable at, at that point, I think.
1: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <whistles> at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
0: So let's get on. Let's get on with the now probably, then. we've got Ollie
1: here. I, I should probably, at this stage, introduce Ollie formally. Ollie of the <laughs> butter pie. Podcast, who we spoke to last time uh, when we were playing Preston away. Carl went to Preston, he ate did. a butter pie, got heartburn, yeah. but I think <laughs> that was I think that was okay. As I recall, that was a nil-nil, wasn't it, Peter?
0: The that was a nil-nil. You 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 had a couple of chances that were. That were on a better day you'd have hoped to take. But you were yeah. you were kind of drawing every game at the time, if I remember rightly. Uh
2: we were, we were. And I, I remember um quite frankly, I think it was Ray Minaj had a chance right at the end. Ray
1: Minaj, now there's a name. He no longer plays for us. He's gone. Yeah, See no. ya. Tadda. Yeah, right. Ray
0: Ray, Ray Minaj would consider that a, a long range opportunity. That's all we're saying. Yeah. Um he's got he scored one goal. And uh, and if you've got the shorts and you basically got the right buttock, that's the thing that scored the goal. He wasn't <laughs> he wasn't great. I was at Birmingham. Ken Semmer smash one. He knew nothing about it, but he grazed his <laughs> ass and he went running off like he like he just scored the winner. Since that since that uh, uh, that game, obviously you've had a kind of a, a, a tricky season. If I if I can let me let me share with you your your home and away stats as I as I saw them today. <laughs> here
2: we um, go. Well, no, because yeah.
0: it, it's fascinating because we we did a thing the other day and looked at it and. In the in the in the away stats, you're you're right up there, and in the yeah, you know home stats, you're right through the floor. And of course, this game is away. For those listening uh, at home, you've gone, you've played eighteen, but you've only won four, and you've basically taken a single point per game. You've scored twelve at home, conceded twenty two. Seems to have been the problem. Away stats don't look anything like as bad 16 games played you've won eight you've drawn four scored 18 conceded 16 and it's 1.7 points per game which is you know that's got you right up there in terms of the the away form what what's been the story behind that so far this season
2: before the last two games I know it was um, Wigan where we got our first win at home we'd lost five consecutively on the bounce at home it wasn't the nicest place to be it was at the stage where if, if a player did anything wrong at home, the crowd would be on the back straight away. So, they just, it, it kind of felt like the players were trying to play it too easy and not wanting to force the ball through. And that became a lack of chances. There become lack of goals. And if you don't score, if Preston don't score, you're going to be scored against. And... So, Wigan at the weekend, you know, um, we went one nil down and we're thinking, six on the bounce at home, Ryan Lowe's probably going to lose his job because it was getting to the point where enough was enough, you know. We've had the record record amount of home season tickets sold and you're serving yeah. us up six consecutive defeats in a row. It's not a pretty sight, but luckily we got a penalty, which wasn't a penalty, and then the tide shifts for about five minutes. We score again, um, unbelievably. Tom Cannon scores his first goal since joining us on loan. Coming into the game against Coventry on Tuesday, um, it was all right. We started looking a bit more like the team we were at the start of the season and what we do when we play away, you know, letting letting the opposition have more of the ball, trying to hit them on the counter-attack, trying to do little bits and bobs. It was it was a bit better, I would say. Um, we're starting to regain a bit of confidence, but confidence in, uh, in the Preston squad's massive and I, I think it's... Momentum that's massive in the squad as well. If they believe in themselves, they'll do so much better than they already are. But what I would say yesterday was we were fantastic in in our own half and I'd say the middle of the park. But the second, we got into the final thirds. The lack of movement is staggering, I'll say the least. We had Alvaro Fernandez, who's our left wing back, doing Cruyff mm-hmm. turns to try and get away from players because Ched Evans isn't moving. You know. Tom Cannon's making the same run five times in a row. Defenders have clocked on to him. So a frustrating watch, but a bit better than what we've uh, been served up so far. If that's anything, I'm trying. I'm trying to put my positive hat on, tonight. So that's mm. the- that's the most positive I can get from the home times.
0: So, so you're setting up to to you know kind of to to hit people on the break, and is yeah. that is that why is that why you've got a better away uh, kind of away results because at home your opposition are kind of coming on to you, so to speak, whereas opposed to when they come to Deepdale they kind of sit and frustrate you.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and I think the, the thing is with Preston, we just try to frustrate. We're never going to go and go away and blow teams away. We're never. Really going to you know go back to them three nil away from home. That's that's not kind of us. We're here to you know frustrate them, get them down to the last couple of minutes, potentially hit one. But you know you look at a game against Watford, we'll be easily happy with a draw. You know if we run the ball down nil nil ninety minutes, we'd be happy with it. Um, Ryan Lowe would be happy with it. So it, it's it's one of those where we're coming into the UA games being satisfied with a draw, but if there's anything more, we'll take it. So it. Yeah. It, it's it's one of those where you just you know you're looking at a point where the opposition gets frustrated. You know they they try and force something through from the centre backs, we intercept them, score a lucky goal. It's one of those. We're not really going to come at you and do this. I know Ryan Lowe's come out and said that you know we're going to come out and give it, and, and that didn't really work away at Burnley because we got tonked three nil for trying to come out and play against them. <laughs> to be fair, the, the only time we have really scored quite a few away from home was Norwich. And we, we scored three, and I couldn't believe my eyes because that was on the bounce of nil nils. We, we, we lost nil nil in like eight games in a row, and we go to Norwich and score three. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm not expecting much from this weekend. If we can grab a lucky goal and frustrate Watford as much as possible, that's probably what we'll do. The thing is, if Watford score and then you know force P and E to have the ball and try try to force something themselves. I think it'll be a very long day for us.
0: Now you mentioned there, Chad Evans, who's obviously who is the absolute top goals, but he hasn't been playing in the last few games or he hadn't done. Did he play last night?
2: He did. Yeah, he's been suspended oh, right. for four games. Um, yeah, he played. He played. Um, played last night. He, he did about seventy minutes. Uh, did look a bit rusty. But the thing is with Chad Evans, the only thing we really do with him is lump the ball into him. He's got to try and make it stick. That's realistically all Chad Evans does. And obviously, he gets in decent positions. He had a decent position, actually, um, last night as well. Should have scored. Uh, Daniel Johnson did very well and he misses a clear
0: cut chance and puts it wide. So Well, because, because what we do is we, we, t- we decide, we take a look, I take a look and go, I think that's your star, man. And so far, I think we've got it right about once so far. Yeah. <laughs> all the rest, all the rest, the opposition turn around and go, no, Pete, that's bollocks. And and when I looked at it, I thought, Chet Evans, oh, wow, but he'd been out for a few games. I didn't realise he was suspended. My apologies. Yeah. Uh, but you've also got, is it Emil Rees Jakobsen, is it? Yeah, he's, he's out. He's, he's just... Exactly. So he's out. So I decided to go to the person who was third on the list and somebody who was also linked with Watford. And I decided that your star man should be Ben Whiteman. Yeah, he played, He's played 26 games. He's uh, scored two, got two assists, but he typically is in our understanding, a bit of a, a, a defensive midfielder. Yeah. We were strongly linked with him during the transfer window. We never know whether that's true or or what have you. Is he suspended because he got sent off against Luton, I believe? is he got a three-match suspension or is he back on Saturday?
2: Well, I thought he was suspended. But in the post-match um, interview with Ryan Lowe, he said Ben Whiteman's back this weekend. So he must be back this weekend.
0: So so what, what, is, what does he give to you? And would you put him as your star man? Or would you absolutely, would you yeah. name somebody else?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Got he's another one. Got he, another he got, one. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a step above everyone else. Um, at PA and you know his qualities unmatched in their p side. You know, he acts more of a quarterback role for us. Just every, everything runs through Ben Whiteman. Um, I, I know we say he's a defensive midfielder. He creates attacks. You know, he starts attacks off. He's he's a defensive midfielder. He's a box to box midfielder. He creates everything. His passing superb. Some of it he doesn't really take shots, but when he does usually on target. Yeah, he's far too good for P&E. His contract's out in 18 months or so, so I don't think he's going to be signing anything anytime soon. So, you know, his quality is definitely too good for P&E. Uh, definitely our star man. But unfortunately, I think we might lose him in summer.
0: So it sounds like if he's not going to sign a contract, you're going to want to try to get a fee for him naturally. That seems reasonable. Well, well
2: that, that, that seems to be the logical thing, but no impressing North End. Probably not. We're going to let him run his contract out and get absolutely nothing for him. And replace him with a free.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds familiar. Also, yeah. what does sound familiar, especially from last weekend? We played. I mean, in fairness, it was Sheffield United who, who've done a good, good job on a number of teams this season. But when you said about quite good at the back, okay in midfield, no ideas and no movement when it gets to the final third. Yeah, yeah, you've been watching Watford there, mate. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what yeah. you've been doing. Um, <laughs> it's it could be it could be a game where it gets bogged down in the midfield because neither team are prepared to go into the other's kind of final third. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Right, sir. In that that case, you will remember the completely rubbish DNSYE Prediction League that we have maintained to this date. Wow. To this date, we've kept it going despite a lack of any interest from anybody else other than me. (laughs) <laughs> who is insisting on forcing the through? But when we when we did last speak to you, I think the the EFL had let themselves down. They have had a fine run over the last uh, over the last two games. But uh, West Brom didn't actually turn up but but kev oh yes did and he predicted he predicted a one goal margin and he got that right thus picking up some points and last week Chad he got a he got a point for for predicting the the win although he went two 0 so he only gets a point there as things stand at the moment Carl is sitting there on 13 points. At the very, very bottom. He would be going first, wow. but he's not here. And on fifteen points apiece, the EFL Ooh. and Justin, Justin, Ooh. a top of the league. A top of the league. But you are our guest, so you always get to go first, Ollie. What do you think the score line is gonna be? Three o'clock, Saturday, Preston away to Watford.
2: Two 0 Watford. Oh,
1: that's not confident, is it, Ollie? Eh? Oh.
0: In fairness, Oli hasn't been watching Watford, <laughs> no, so he's this judging this. He's judging this on the fact that, you know, that that uh, that SAR looks good in dispatches.
1: Cole did send in a prediction. Watford won p n e nil is his prediction.
0: Ooh, so we've gone two predictions for a Watford win. Yeah. Normally, when this happens, any other result is available. Yeah. in yeah. reality. So, Oli, you're you're doing fine work on behalf of your team. Well done, sir. Well done. Thank you. Um, Justin, what are you going to go for? Is it a clean, sweet Watford way?
1: 1-1, one, one, Peter. I'm going for 1-1. Oh, there's a one. shock. 1-1. shock.
0: Justin, Justin goes in with the 1-1. One, one. Never, <laughs> ever been seen before. No. Except for all the other weeks. When <laughs> one, one, one. There we go. So we will see what happens and we will see if there is a change. We'll see if there is a change. And we will find out whether or not Ollie is able to replicate the fine form previously exhibited. White
1: are you coming down, Ollie, or are you uh, watching I'm it from not, afar? No,
2: no. Uh, it's it's although, although it's a uh, nice nice uh, stadium, it's it's not something I want to be spending four hours to go down and then about five hours trip back up to get out of the traffic for a two nil loss. Well, it's, it's, it's not something that's enticing me, guys. I can't, I, can't, I can't lie to you
0: there. Why people don't drive for four hours to get to Watford for a couple of hours, I don't understand. I mean, no, I what don't either. Watford have got to offer. What with the you abundance
1: know, you... of Watford, you'd think people would want to stay for the weekend, <laughs> wouldn't you, really? Yeah.
0: We've, we've, we've got the Atria, which all the locals refuse yeah. to call the Atria. We all call it the Harlequin, which always puzzles anybody coming in and going, where's the shopping centre? Um, so we, we kind of confuse and bamboozle people with that, and, and then yeah. you're not even allowed to have a pint in the away end, yeah. very often. Very Do not your
1: eyes. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you, Wally. I don't know whether we'll meet again next season. I have a sneaky feeling we will. I mean, presumably you think that North End are safe this season. and uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say
2: so. I, it, it's not for the lack of P&E being good enough to stay in the league. It's probably the lack of them being three teams. less. there's three teams worse than us. Not, right. not that we're good enough it's just three teams are worse. So what's, that, what's that's been, the situation where we are.
0: Yeah, what's been your general take on the on the standard of the championship this season? Because we, we've all seen guys. the championship a few. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it was yeah. shite.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not been brilliant, has it?
2: Yeah, it's not been the great, greatest. Um, Burnley have just... Oh, apart shown, from those guys, yeah. Yeah, apart, apart from Burnley, they've, they've shown uh, far and beyond. I think Middlesbrough and Sheffield United... They've shown how good they are compared to the rest. I think. I think if anyone's going to win the playoffs, and if Middlesbrough don't actually get automatics, it'll be Borough because I think com- lo- looking at you know the the current playoffs, say it stays the way it is with Luton, Millwall, Rovers, and Middlesbrough, Borough will absolutely wipe the floor with them, in my opinion. So you, you've got three very good teams in the Championship, and the rest of them are just all right
1: yeah yeah no it's very much I the think, case very much the case yeah I think you're absolutely right there well uh, obviously good luck for the rest of the season uh, apart from Saturday um, if you're around after the game we will be having a phone in on our Twitter space you're welcome to come on as a, as a Preston correspondent everyone's very friendly on there there's no, there's no idiots or anything so if you want to come on and give your perspective of the game that's absolutely fine there. <laughs> well there is us yeah I mean yeah. we're there obviously <laughs>
2: um, very true
1: yeah it'd be good to have you on that as well if you want to join us so look out for that but yeah. uh, in the meantime brilliant to have you on again thank you very much ollie from the butter pie podcast where can people find you
2: uh you can find us on spotify um you can find us on apple music um if you want to keep up to date with mm-hmm. the book Pie podcast it's uh, at the book Pie pod on twitter and yeah that's pretty much it
1: good man thank that's you very much thank you sir It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <coughs> At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free In terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen